he was with a church group. Um, they were going on a youth outdoor adventure trip, a whitewater rafting trip, and they were sojourning down the, the river and uh, encountered some rapids, which the raft that my brother-in-law was in capsized. He was in that raft with some of the members of their party and also three of the four children that were on the trip. The raft that they were in capsized, and everybody struggled to get above water. I think Cammy was trapped under the raft when it flipped over, so Justin had the ability to throw that off of her, and everybody was able to get back on the raft, including himself. He had uh, two cerebral hematomas, which we assume he had some kind of brain collision or trauma, maybe with rocks that were in the river when he was capsized and thrown out of the raft. And so those took a few minutes to kind of take an effect, and then he started to lose consciousness and breathing. So the group that he was with made a Herculean effort to carry him over a few of the rafts to get him to shore and um, conducted CPR. There was a train that was near the shore. A couple of men from the train brought him onto the train, and they got some medics that were staffed on the train to continue to conduct CPR until the fire department arrived. But, you know, at, at that point, nobody knew exactly what was causing him to be unconscious, but he he was not revivable. It, this makes it even more heartbreaking because Dustin was a neurologist. He was, yeah. How are the kids taking it? Because they witnessed this terrible tragedy and their, and their father literally dying in front of them. How are they reacting today? Um, you know, I just arrived at the house I drove down with my family from Wisconsin. We got in late last night, too. So we just arrived at my sister's house just an hour or so ago. And I would say, um, you know, it's, it's a very busy house. It's brimming with food. Everybody wants to bring you food at a time like this. We've got a lot of food. I'm one of seven children. So my sister's family were kind of large in number on our side. She already had a family friend who came immediately as soon as she heard who was here. And then there's all of Dustin's family, and he's also got several siblings, and his parents are here. So it's a busy house. Um, there's preparations happening for a funeral, making sure the program is printed. And there's preparations, there's reunions, there's games with the children. Uh, it doesn't sound like a mourning house. There's kind of mourning happening, but it almost seems like more in the background. Like Dustin's brother, I know, came back this morning from the funeral home, and I think maybe was pre preparing Justin's body for the funeral, and I'm sure that was emotional. Even me hearing about it made me tear up, um, and it's the first time that I get to hug my nieces and nephews, so I think, um, you know, as much as I have my own emotions, I'm trying to be aware that you can't cry constantly after something like this, and life continues, and so I'm trying to measure so that I don't add to their sadness because um, they also need to have some joy. You live in Wisconsin, and your sister and her family are in Kansas. How much support are you going to be able to give to her from that far away? Um, you know, that's kind of something we're assessing and evaluating. Um, sometimes tragedies like this change a lot of lives, so we don't know yet. Good question. 